Hey, hey, today we're talking about how to incorporate your cleaning schedule into your morning routine. Okay, I'm gonna give you a quick rundown of my morning and how I have my cleaning schedule crammed into my rushed morning routine. So first thing, we are gonna wake up. First thought on my mind is my devotion time. Prayer time, I quickly take a look at my scripture of the day and have my prayer time. That's what I do very first thing before I ever even get out of bed. As I'm getting out of bed, I make up the bed. So that's already done. And then I go in the bathroom and into the closet and I get dressed and I'm dressed, ready for the day. Sometimes I put on my makeup then and sometimes I wait. But if I am heading out and I'm the one who has to take the kiddos to school, I have my makeup on before I leave for school because if not, I might not get it done in time and things get crazy. So go ahead and get myself ready and then go wake up the children. Um, I usually pick their clothes out for them because it's just easier. I just grab outfits, but um, sometimes I go and wake them up, um, wake up my daughter downstairs and let the dogs out. That's very first thing in the morning. Once I do that, I come back upstairs, swap the laundry, fold what was in the dryer. Typically, it's going to be towels. They're not going to wrinkle. Um, um, If not, I will restart the dryer, let it go for five minutes, go check on my kiddos, and get them dressed and going in the morning. Then I will go back in there as they're getting ready um, and fold the laundry that's in there. Like I said many times before, This is something that is a five minute task for me to fold what is in the dryer because I have it separated and sorted by room already. Um, So it is not something that's going to be a difficult need a whole table or bed to sort everything out. It's going to be one person's clothing or towels or a blanket or two, three blankets, whatever it's going to be so that it keeps it simple and keeps it from being overwhelming. And once I've broken it down that way, um, I can quickly just put it away as I'm checking on my children. So that is already done. I've already done a load of laundry. I've swapped it. I've started the next one before my children even get out the door for school. Then as we are fixing hair and heading downstairs, it is going to be kitchen time. So we are going to go in the kitchen. I'm going to start the coffee. I'm going to get their water bottles and their snacks ready for school, grab a breakfast if they wanted something um, specific uh, that was needing to be prepped. That's going to happen right then. And next thing we're going to do is empty the dishwasher. So that's going while the coffee's going. Um, While their breakfast is going, we have the dishwashers getting emptied and we are wiping off the countertops as we head out the door. Then they are out the door, lunch boxes, backpacks, snacks, whatever they needed, right there out the door, drive them to school, come back. Um, I have 20 minutes sometimes, 10, 15 minutes to wait before my next one has to leave. So that gives me time to swap the next load of laundry sometimes and put my makeup on if I didn't get that done, um, fix anything that needed to be tidied from the kids leaving for school. Um, you know, turning off lights that got missed on the way out the door. Sometimes they'll be at the front door and decide that they wanted to run upstairs and get something else um, (laughs) before they leave. So 
lately it's been gloves for my youngest. So she is running back upstairs and then she leaves the lights on and it's just not worth the fussing. So out the door and get them to school, come back in. I have a few minutes, so put my makeup on, uh, make sure I have on the outfit I really want to wear for the day, um, tidy up whatever room is on my schedule for that day. So Mondays is going to be just the quick fix the house. Like what got messed up, it's going to be fixing the master bedroom. So that's when I would go through and give a quick dusting, um, wipe down any surfaces that needed to be wiped down. Uh, Sometimes I will vacuum under the bed that day. Sometimes I will leave that for Wednesday when I do the floors. Um, But just making sure that I have prioritized that um, getting done, you know, what needed to be done in the master. Did I need to change the sheets in the master bedroom? Um, Usually, yes, on Mondays. So change the sheets on the bedroom, Um, make the bed, make it look good in here, tidy up anything that didn't get put away. If I had done some laundry or something that didn't get put away, um, or if we had traveled or something, unpack those suitcases, get that stuff put away, what needs to be done in that space. So that is my quick morning routine. My daughter's ready for school, head out the door, take her to school, come back, get my next one ready. It's three rounds over here, three rounds. So come back, get the next one ready, get myself some breakfast. That's when I eat my breakfast. And that's when I get any other part of, like I have another 30 minute block where I can get a little bit of cleaning up done. So that's when I would do a little bit more work in my space of the day. So I'm going to quickly run through the house with my basket and grab anything that doesn't belong in any of the spaces, starting at the front door, grab all of those, put them in the basket. That's the stuff that needs to go upstairs. Anything that needs to be collected for, um, anything that needs to go in the garage, I would take that and put that on the sofa in the garage. Well, really it's a bed, uh, but they're using it as a day bed sofa. So set that up in there so they can put that away after school before they get to play their screens or play with their friends, leave the house, whatever they're going to do. And that keeps me from having too many things on my to-do list. I can do that quickly. I can be on the phone during that time. I can be listening to the Bible app and listening to the scripture of the day. I usually make sure that my praise and worship music is playing throughout the house during that time. Um, That's a great time to give the floors a quick mop because nobody else is going to be walking on them. Um, you know, what needs to be done? How do I prioritize it? And how do I make sure that my stuff gets done for the day? That is how I'm doing it in my schedule right now. I know I have another episode of my morning routine, um, from when I was a stay at home mom with a whole bunch of kiddos. And it was very similar. It was run through the house, grab the laundry that needed to be done for the day. Um, on my way down, check the bathrooms on my way out the door, um, start a load of laundry. Like it was the same things. It just, we've been in three different houses since I've started paying attention to this (laughs) schedule. And it really does make a difference if you know what needs to be done and where you need to focus your attention. The other thing that really, really, really makes a huge difference for me is making sure that my kitchen got cleaned up the night before, that the dishwasher got run the night before, or the dishes got washed and they're ready to be put away because now they've air dried overnight. They're dry. They're ready to be put away. So prioritizing those things, I started a load of laundry before bed. Um, 
And so now it's ready to be put away. Like those are things are ready to be swapped out. Those are the things that I prioritize in my cleaning routines and in my schedule each day so that I don't get backed up and overwhelmed and that I can stay on top of the daily messes. Because when I feel like I get the most overwhelmed is when I can't keep up with the daily messes because I have neglected the daily to-dos for far too long. So if that's something that you are feeling in your life too, just start small, start somewhere. Maybe you just need to start with the laundry. Maybe the laundry is your biggest struggle. So take one week where all you do is laundry all day long. Like you do the basic half twos in the house, but you catch up on all that laundry and you get it all washed, dried, folded, and put away. And if you can take that and get all of the laundry washed, dried, folded, and put away, and you get it all in the room for your children and yourself, and you see how much you have, because if you have enough that you're making mountains of laundry clean and dirty, you have way more than you need. You have way more than you need. I don't care how big your family is. If you are piling it up like that, you have more than you need. How can you simplify that? Number one, get rid of anything that doesn't mix and match. If it's difficult to match with everything or it just feels out of place, let it go. Say goodbye. doesn't matter how cute and awesome it is. Say goodbye. It's making your life harder. Okay, let's let that go. Uh, number two, get rid of everything that doesn't fit. Everything that doesn't fit. Number three, stop keeping mismatched socks. Throw them all out. Get one single pack of simple socks for each size in your house. Like what can, who can share socks, dump them in a basket, be done. No more matching <laughs> a small basket. I'm talking like a shoebox sized basket <laughs> or smaller for your sockies. We do not need laundry baskets of socks. If you have laundry baskets full of mismatched socks, let them go. You don't need them. Let them go. If you're not going to spend five hours of your day. And if you are wanting to match all of those socks, if you are wanting to do that, then give yourself a time frame to get it done. And if you don't get it done, then let them go and stop feeling so guilty about it. It feels worse to leave it piled up than it does to put it on your to-do list and have it done. Like set it in the living room. And when you're sitting there with your children, they're watching a show, have them match 10 pairs of socks like give them, give them some sort of some guidelines. All right. You have to match up 20 pairs of socks before the episode's over. That's one pair a minute. You can do it, right? What can you do to get it so that everybody's chipping in and it's getting done? Have a competition. Whoever matches the most socks during this episode gets, um, uh, ice cream, uh, gets to pick the next show. You know, what are we going to do to make it a, competition that's kind of fun and kind of easy to get done. So if that's something you want to do, uh, go ahead and do it, but please stop buying socks that do not already match. Like do not buy socks that need matching. Just stop it. Don't ever buy them again. (laughs) It's too much work. Stop. (laughs) Um, okay. So other things we need to do, take those loads. What can you delegate to your babies? Uh, my kids have a cleaning schedule. It's simple. 
It is a simple cleaning schedule. They are responsible for the messes in the spaces where they play the most. So right now I have it broken down by room. So my daughter is responsible for tidying the living room and the sunroom and the entryway. Every day, those are the spaces she's responsible for. And that's because it's super simple. She's the one who's coloring and crafting on the sunroom table. She's the one who is climbing through all the pillows and knocking them on the floor in the living room. Uh, she's the one who's making the blanket forts in the living room and the sunroom. She can be responsible for those. She's the one who brings stuff into the house and drops it in the entryway. She's responsible for making sure that those are cleaned up and she has a deadline. So it needs to be done by 5 p.m. That's it. Like if she hasn't done it by 5 p.m., she gets no more screens after that and she has to make sure that's done. So it's simple. It's not any of those, none of those spaces take her more than three minutes to clean up. If it does, it's because she spilled out all of her coloring stuff or she made a big mess. It's not because the room was messy to start with. The sunroom literally has a empty table, a bench, and six chairs. That's all that's in there. There's nothing else in there. There's no dresser. There's no anything in there for her to <laughs> have to be responsible for. The living room is super simple. It has two sofas. They have three pillows each on them, a coffee table that literally has adorable wooden games on it, um, and a tray, and then three books. That's it. It's super easy. And if there's anything else in there, it's because she brought it in there. There is a side table that has, or two side tables that have drawers. That's where the games go. The ones that are not the wooden ones for the coffee table, <laughs> all their other games go in one of them. And the other one has her coloring stuff. Um, there is a pedestal table beside the chair, a basket for blankets. That's what's in the living room. Done. Easy super easy to clean up. She wipes off the table every week. So she is supposed to vacuum and clean, not just tidy. So she's supposed to tidy every day in the living room and the, you know, each of these spaces, but she's also supposed to clean them every week. So cleaning means scrubbing the tables down. We don't typically eat at that table. We, most of the time we eat at the bar in the kitchen, um, at the countertop. So we aren't sitting at the dining room table very often or the sunroom table very often. And so it doesn't need to be wiped on a daily basis. Um, let's see the entryway. She will sometimes get the mail and then she will drop it all over the floor. She will come in from being outside and bring in sticks and leaves and drop them on the floor or put them on the entryway table. The entryway literally has a coat rack and an entry table that has one shelf that has my magazines on it, another shelf that has a candle, a flower, and a tray for my husband's keys. That's all that's on that table. It's easy to keep it clean. Under that table is where the children put their shoes that they wear every day and that they're leaving for school with. If they are not putting, if they, mm, if your children are piling up three, four, or five pairs, 10 pairs of shoes under in your entryway, you need to make some adjustments because that is too much mess. 
to be a happy entrance to your home. Either put those on, get a shoe shelf that's going to be stacked on the other side, like behind the door when you open the door. So you're not looking at it constantly or in a closet nearby, or honestly, I really prefer them to have five pairs of shoes or less in their size and keep them in their bedroom on the shelf or in a basket. They don't need all of their shoes at the entryway. Now, when we have little babies, (laughs) then we mamas are the ones responsible for those things. And so we can keep them Like if I had a little toddler right now, I would have their shoes right there by the door um, under that table. They would have maximum two pairs of shoes at the door. That's it. If I had little toddlers, that's how I would do it. That's how I did it before. They would have at most two pairs of shoes at the entryway. Um, You know, one that went with yesterday's outfit and one that goes with today's. That's it. And then we take them upstairs and put them in their closet If you do not like shoes on the carpet or you feel bad about having shoes in the house, they don't have to touch the carpet. My shoes go in a basket. They do not go on the floor all over my room. They're in a basket contained in my closet under my clothes. That way I can pick them out with my outfit. I don't have to go downstairs and figure out what shoes I'm going to wear and look for the other one. I don't know why so many people are still doing that in their homes. It is stressful. It it feels, ugh. it feels ugh when we walk in and we see shoes piled all over the place. You feel yuck when you see it. You know, you do like you don't have, like if you have five really awesome pairs of shoes, they're going to look good with your outfits. They need to be comfortable. If they're not comfortable, why do we have them? I'm okay with you keeping some, some, you know, gorgeous shoes in your closet as closet decor. But if you're not using them every day, they really don't need to be in your everyday space. Bump them out of the way, put them on a shelf, put them in a basket. (laughs) They don't need to be in your everyday space. If you are working out and wearing running shoes and um, then house slippers and all these things, trade them, okay? You're only wearing your running shoes once a day, right? Okay. Then what shoes are you putting on when you're done with your running shoes, your slippers? Okay. So you're going to have a pair on your feet and you're going to have a pair under the table. That's fine. Trade with your house shoes and your out of the house shoes. Um, if your children have activities, that would be the, the next pair of shoes that they would need under there. So two pairs at max, they're not doing three activities a day. They don't need them all downstairs. They don't need them all at the front door. They're going to have to go and change into their activity outfit, uh, their uniform um, for the activity. So put the shoes in the closet, in a shoe shelf, on a shelf, in a basket contained with their outfits. They don't need to be in the shoe basket, but you can have them separated. Um, There are so many ways that we can do this to keep it simple and keep it from being overwhelming. Um, Also, most houses, honestly, have another space you can use. If you are keeping things in a a separate space, there's ways to contain it. And if you're curious how to do that, send me a picture in the Facebook group and we can go through a dozen different ideas, probably not a dozen, but at least three different ideas for how you could make it work for your home, for your family, and with the space that you have, okay? Okay. I will give you those ideas. I love doing that. So 
ask in the Facebook group if you're stuck with how to fix that situation, okay? Uh, Listen to some of the other episodes. I've done um, episodes on how to uh, simplify the, the sports bags and baskets or whatever we have, you know, so we aren't having multiple bags of everything that we have to have. Um, how can we keep it simple? What are some ways that we could simplify what we are already doing so that it doesn't take so much thought work every day? Can you pack your snacks for the whole week in their little bags or in their little containers and have them ready for the week so that you don't have to do that every morning and have that extra, you know, two minutes on your to-do list and everybody's fussing at you and someone can't get their hair untangled and someone lost their shoe and someone can't find their homework or their, their folder or whatever. We don't need to deal with all that stress right there. First thing in the morning on our way out the door or right before bed, what can you do to make those parts of your day that are the most stressful times of the day more simple what can we do to take some of that stress off of our plate? How can we break that down? That's why I have that 5 p.m. time going off on my phone um, for that deadline on trash day. I have that alarm going off because I don't want to forget that. It has a deadline. Um, it, the deadline is actually 7 a.m. on Tuesday, but I want to make sure that it's done before 7 a.m. on Tuesday so that I don't miss it. I don't want them to accidentally come at 6.30 on Tuesday and then I missed pickup. Like That would be awful for an entire week. <laughs> so how can we take some of that workload and those stressful times of our day and simplify them? How can we make those things easier in our lives? Um, for me, making sure that the dishwasher runs at night instead of in the morning so that I can wake up and have a clean kitchen in the morning makes my brain feel so much better when I wake up in the morning than if I wake up to a dirty kitchen. I feel so much better with a clean kitchen in the mornings. Like I just feel, it's like I feel proud of myself. I feel refreshed. Like I, oh, it's not going to be that bad. I can keep up with this. It feels manageable and You know, like I can actually accomplish it. When I wake up to a dirty kitchen, I feel like I have just, I just feel so heavy. Like I feel like I'm not going to be able to do everything that needs to be done. I feel like I'm already behind. I feel like I am not good enough. I feel like I didn't do what I needed. Like I, I feel like I let my family down. When I do that, like it's not a good feeling. Same with when I don't have a dinner planned or I don't have the groceries that I need. I feel bad. That's why I have those scheduled into my calendar for what days of the week I need to do these things so that I can make sure it's done and ready. And I feel better. My family runs better. My household runs better when I have taken these things and kept up with them. Even if it isn't perfect, even if the back of the cabinets and the countertops have been wiped down in a week or two weeks, like even if I haven't gotten to the back of the cabinets, like or the back part of the countertops and the I haven't wiped around the canisters or, um, you know, 
put away everything that was dry that morning, it still lets me know that I have clean dishes that I can put away and I don't have a pile of dirty, dirty dishes that needs to be put away. When the laundry is kept up and kept simple, I feel like my house is running smoothly. When my kids have a snack plan for when they come home from school, they are happier. They are happier. They feel like they can do what they need to do when I ask them to clean up, when they're full, when they're happy, when I give them my attention. So I make time to give them some of my attention when they first come in from school. I have that in my calendar to break, you know, take a break from the work. Take a break from my to-do list. Give them some attention. Play a game with them. Um, cuddle with them. Do their homework if that's what they're excited about. Um, what can I do with them to give them my attention and to have that quality one-on-one time? Maybe they just need to listen. Maybe they want to go play at the park. Maybe they want to just play a game or a puzzle. Um, and honestly, when I set up my coffee table with the games on it for Christmas um, at at the end of the year last year, like my my children have played more games. They have been happier. They have other games that they've been pulling out because it makes them think about playing games instead of watching TV. They have a lot of fun laughing and playing those games together um, with me or with another with another sibling after school and in the evenings. It's just happier. We also shut screens down. Um, in the evenings by 7 p.m. That's the latest that they will be able to play video games because they have other things they want to do. And with my elementary school children, if they play video games until 7 p.m. or watch TV, if I'm gone for work and they're busy playing video games and watching TV, when I tell them to turn it off and start getting ready for bed, they feel awful. They feel like they didn't get to do anything they wanted to do all day because they did boring past the time things. They didn't do anything quality time with people. They didn't do anything that was tangible. So they feel like they didn't do anything and they didn't have a good day because they were playing video games or watching TV. That That's not how I want my children to feel at the end of the day. I want them to feel like they had a great day, like they got time with people that they love, like they got to do things that they enjoy. So we shut that down. Usually uh, around five o'clock, my younger two are done with screens. They're getting their dinner and their chores done and getting ready for bed by 7.30. Like what needs to be done? They get time with me. They get to play with me. How can I prioritize that and make it part of my schedule? I've given myself time blocking. We'll talk about that in another episode. I've talked about in the previous episode, but giving myself a schedule that I follow for my own day and my own life, even as a work from home mom, where I have my own business, I'm working from home, but also I'm a service-based um, profession. So often I'm with clients in their home. And so some days I'm in the house and some days I'm not. And we do have a flexible schedule and it is different from week to week, but making sure that I've made time for that flexibility and for those adjustments in my schedule and my expectations. And I still give myself a day off, a day where I do not have anything planned. 
as far as housework, chores, responsibilities, things to do. I don't want that on my schedule every single day. So I don't have it on my schedule every day. Even when I'm behind, I still need a day off. I still need that. My brain needs that. My heart, my soul needs a day of rest. So I do prioritize that. It's literally in the Bible. Honor the Sabbath. You know, keep a day of rest. Do not ignore that essential need for your mind, your soul, your body to restore itself, to rest and take the responsibilities off of your to-do list for that day. They can get done later. If it's truly urgent, it will get done. But most of the time we think things are urgent and they're not urgent. You'll be fine ignoring that for another 12 hours. Okay. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode and I can't wait. If you are doing any of the things that I'm suggesting in here, I would love to hear it. Um, If there's something that you do differently, I would love to hear your schedule. Um, Do you have a morning routine? Do you have a schedule that you follow? What is your daily, weekly, monthly to-do list looking like? And how have you made it simple? How have you shared the chores with your kiddos so that you're not taking on the entire workload for yourself? Because that's just not fair, mama. Like, yes, they're in school. Yes, they have extracurricular activities. Um, But you're working too. You're working too, mama. You don't need to be doing everybody's everything and making sure their rooms are cleaned and doing all these other things. You have your own to-do list. So how are you sharing that with your family? How are you breaking that down? I would love to hear about it. Um, Come leave a message with me. Send me a DM. I would love to chat with you. Um, Join the Facebook group and share it in there. You can even share it anonymously. You don't have to embarrass yourself. (laughs) If you have questions or something, we would love to help you. Um, All right. You have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of the SOS Mom Show. I hope that you have been inspired and feel less overwhelmed and able to take on your projects at home after listening to this show. If you want more of the behind the scenes and to connect with me, you can find me in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show, that's in Facebook groups, or email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. I will be there waiting to answer your questions and to help you simplify, organize, and style your home and your life. I am praying for you. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?